Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. I really appreciate him for the trust um, because that's one thing like in football, that's probably the main thing that you need is trust. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate him for trusting me and... uh, uh, he knows that I trust him tremendously. Tr- tremendously, any decision he makes, like I know that it's at the, the forefront of what's best for the team. Um, and uh, I'm excited to build with him, man. I think it's going to be a great, great um, dynasty. Hopefully, we build, and um, I'm excited for that. Dynasty. Dynasty. Use the, use the D word. We're going to get a. We're hoping for a dynasty. I don't mind that. I don't. I don't mind that line of thinking at all. It's a, as you pointed out, Seth. It is a very grabby word if you put it in a headline or use yeah, it on a yeah. YouTube or whatever. It's a very grabby word, but I like that it was organically used by CJ because that, that's where his mindset should be. That, if you're a Texan fan, you should feel good that that's his mindset because that appears to me, man, I want to be a Texan for a long, long time. Like This is where I want to do it with D'Amico yeah, you know, Ryans. The, uh, as a Gen Z kid, though, I don't know what his definition of dynasty is. Uh, it, it evolves over the years and through... Uh, different eras of free agency and everything. He might be thinking of dynasty as just like you know, yeah, super competitive for a long time. Whereas yeah, in the old days, it was no, you got to win. You got to win. Uh, what was UCLA's dynasty? Oh, geez, they, they were, won like ten in a row. Like it was, ten, it was crazy. Nine in eleven years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ten, whatever it was, it yeah. was absurd. Like that's yeah, a dynasty. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think he was probably. Uh, using dynasty loosely in terms of just like, yeah, I want to have a long stretch here. The question had been asked in such a way that if I recall properly, the question was kind of asked like, is it cool that you're going to be able to, you know, have the same head coach, the same quarterback for presumably a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So in his mind, he was kind of led down that path to thinking, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's 15 years, you know? Yeah, absolutely. hopefully, Hopefully it can be like the entire, like if, if, Tomlin had come in in Roethlisberger's rookie year, yep. something like that, except with fewer motorcycle accidents and maybe a little better control over the diet. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And other things. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Uh, just other about. things. Yeah. yeah. Facial hair, whatnot. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, CJ Stroud, uh, this was pretty cool. And, and if you're a Texan fan who's hoping – that Bobby Slowick sticks around for another year, that Gerard Johnson sticking around, which is an issue now because teams are coming after Gerard Johnson. Uh, CJ had some really, really cool things to say about both guys yesterday. This is a this is a story he told about Gerard Johnson and just how far back he goes with Gerard. When I was 16 at Lee Levin, we did like this little like circle group. It was like all the quarterbacks in my group. And Gerard's one thing for me was like, be confident because he at that time like I wasn't really the highest recruit I wasn't uh who I who I will become you know what I'm saying and uh, I always knew that it would be a possibility but I didn't I didn't hear it out like those type of the drops I looked up to like he played at Texas A&M I knew that um and stuff like that and when he was like man you need to be more confident like and 
it was just like it changed my life, you know what I'm saying? And from there, like fast forward, I'm here with him my rookie year. Um, it's been just a, a blessing to work with him. That's really cool. I mean, he went on for two minutes about Gerard Johnson. That was a, yeah. an abridged version of what he was saying about Gerard yesterday. Yeah, and that part, the two, just like him saying, you need to have more confidence. Like, I got It's it's funny. I don't know. Um, that can land different ways with different kids. I, like the fact that CJ maybe for the first time in his life. Maybe it was presented to him or he realized, like, oh, wait a second, I can choose to have confidence. It's not just something that people naturally have. Uh, like, it's really, I think it's really cool uh, as, a, as kind of a, a, an illustration of what CJ's like, too, that you can give that advice to a lot of people. You know, oh, just be more confident. Okay. <laughs> so, like, all right, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll get right on that, bud. So, the thing that I like about Gerard, if I'm interviewing Gerard, if I'm another team and I'm thinking about having Gerard as my offensive coordinator or what yeah. have you, Gerard does have a different perspective on things because he worked with high school athletes as a, for a long time in that capacity with the Elite 11 as a private coach, all of that. I think he's just had more reps at it than most coaches do. Most coaches, you've got the guys on your team. You know, Maybe you work a camp in the summer or something, but you don't necessarily get to see the diversity of issues or obstacles or just personalities. And I think Gerard, in doing that, has probably developed, I mean, it, it sounds like, from the way people talk about him, he's really developed a way of, of, uh, of working with the kids. I say kids, um, but working with, with young quarterbacks. Yeah, I hope he stays, uh, you know, for uh, similar to Slowick for at least another year. Um, here's C.J. Stroud on Bobby Slowick's attention to detail. Bobby, um, somebody who, when I came in, man, I knew that um, he was going to uh, push me hard. He was going to be hard on me. He, was, he held me at a standard all year, held me accountable. Because, I mean, a lot of times, man, when you're playing good ball, um, guys, they, they kind of, like, let you do what you do and, like, leave you alone. Uh, but Bobby, man, he was always on me about, like, the little details um, in my position. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciated that, you know, because you don't always get that. And he always just was hard on me, uh, but also showed me a lot of love, man. Yeah, so, that, I, that that goes both ways. You don't you don't often get that from a coach, but there's not a lot of quarterbacks who accept that type of criticism too that are performing at the level CJ was performing at this year. It, it reminded me of what Bill O'Brien used to say about Tom Brady was that he's hard to coach because he expects a lot of coaching. Like he, he like he wants he wants to be pushed and stressed, and I think that that's that's one common element from guys from both Kubiak and Shanahan, you hear from the quarterbacks. Honestly, you heard this from Brock Osweiler, and he said it as a way of taking a backhanded, it seemed like a backhanded swipe at Bill O'Brien, but he had mentioned that one thing that would happen in Denver was they were, they really drilled the techniques and the ba- the technique and the basics. And, and the reason is because in this offense, everything's tied to your footwork. If your footwork's not right, then your timing's not right and your reads aren't right. Like, Ideally, all of your reads are tied to your footwork, and not only does it help you with the timing of where the reads are going to be and where your receivers are going to be, but it helps put your feet in the right spot so you can throw accurately. And that's one of the things that makes the system go. So we were talking earlier about, you know, okay, well, is it as simple as just putting in a Kubiak-Shanahan system and off you go? Only if you really, really, really just obsess over the details Mm -hmm. and that's something that I think it's both a testament to CJ and Bobby that they're both wired that way and like you said that that CJ is receptive to it yeah you know I don't know Bobby Slogan might get a head coach job somewhere else and he might get a quarterback that's like a 
a Jay Cutler, you know? Yes. Like, I don't like, would Jay Cutler have been receptive to that level of coaching? Probably I don't know. not. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Just judging by his facial expressions, <laughs> I'm going to say no. I feel there'd be a lot of sneering there. Yes. Yes, absolutely. What if, what, if, what if Cutler's just a guy that had the poor fortune of having a face that just looked like it's in a sneer? Like he's got a perma sneer face, but what if he's what if he's not actually sneering? On the inside, he's he's, he's like just a little he's a wide eyed puppy dog waiting to waiting to take in love, but his ex- exterior won't show it. Then he was misunderstood for his entire NFL career. He yeah. was misunderstood on Very Cavalry. He's yeah, been misunderstood in every single social situation by, he's ever been. By, by Ms. Cavallari herself, apparently. That's right, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. to that relationship. That's right. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, so along those lines, Bobby Slowick, okay, so... There were eight job openings. There have been eight coaches fired or agreed to part ways with during this hiring cycle. New England has their new head coach, Gerard Mayo. Vegas has their new head coach, who's their interim head coach from last year, Antonio Pierce. Tennessee, as we pointed out several times on the show today, appears to be hiring Brian Callahan, the Bengals OC. So there's there's five openings left. And it's interesting, Seth, because it feels like throughout this whole hiring cycle, maybe up till the Baltimore game on Saturday, is that it wasn't a question of if Bobby Slowick was going to get an offer from somebody. It was a question of, will Bobby Slowick turn down offers to be a head coach? Yeah. It felt like a lot of people thought it was a given that Bobby Slowick was going to get one of these jobs. We're now down to five jobs. Yeah. And Atlanta appears to be very, very engaged with Bill Belichick right now. You know, we'll see if that plays out but they're also talking to who is the other person they're talking to i forget I harbaugh know. they're gonna bring i think they're gonna yeah, bring they are harbaugh they, no they've interviewed check. harbaugh yeah, yeah they, they've interviewed yeah. him once um yeah. harbaugh has been tied heavily to the chargers mm-hmm. so those are two that at least appear to be somewhat down the road with potential like big big name candidates yeah yeah and then you've got seattle washington and carolina I Carolina, I like I'm skeptical Bobby Slowick would take that job just because of the nature of the job. It's as you've said, you would lose great respect for him if he took that job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would or maybe he would know something that we don't. You know, they just hired uh Dan Morgan, that old uh, linebacker that got concussed all the time. He's their GM now. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. 
hopefully hope the concussions don't affect He's over the concussions, I was just going to say. He got, he got concussions every other week, like back when they used to not diagnose yeah. concussions, which means I'm guessing he had a concussion every single week of his life. Right. Um, they, uh, the, yeah, the thing about the ownership and the way they've treated the quarterback position and their coaches, I, I would just be surprised if he thinks that that's the spot he needs to run to. As far as the Atlanta situation and the Chargers situation, yep. I just – I get – I get very, very skeptical of the way things look they're going. You know, like whenever we talk about – remember J.J. and people monitoring his free agency when J.J. Watt was a free agent. Arizona was never once listed on the potential teams that he was going to. And people started to have their list of like, well, it's looking like he's going here. Mm-hmm. Or, well, it looks like it's narrowed down to these three teams. And all of a sudden he breaks the news that he's going to Arizona. Yeah. So I think some of these – like. I would give some of these teams, like I have no idea which ones they would be, but some of these teams are going to maybe just be have a lot of discretion about this and be in, you know very closed-lipped about it, and you just won't know until they hire the guy. Yeah, I, I guess that would be the one thing I'd say about Belichick in Atlanta and Harbaugh with the Chargers is they've been very public about talking to those. You know, they posted on their social that we just interviewed him and things like that. Um, you, you know, there yeah. there's actual interviews going on with these guys and these two teams. It's not Texans just were. In- the Texans were adding people to their list of finalists. They added <laughs> the guy they, they hired. <laughs> they, the guy they hired last year was someone that was added the Tex- at the time yeah. they hired him. <laughs> the Texans were very public and had very a lot of transparency in the weirdest way ever. Yeah. Uh, they, they narrowed down the list of finalists and then added more finalists. Yeah. Yeah. It was that, you know what it felt like? It felt like a bad reality TV show where they come. Yeah. Sometimes you watch some of these TV, sh- these reality shows where you can tell the producers don't like the way it's going. So they just add new rules as you go along. Yeah. We're like, oh, no, it turns out we're bringing back three contestants from week one. And we're going to also give them hammers to hit these contestants in the head with because we hate them. Hey, yeah. as long as we're talking about CJ, where do you come out? Well, you and I haven't talked about this on the air. Or off the air, I think. The, this Wall Street Journal article that came out this weekend where we had the S2 test administrators yeah. basically like shouting from the rooftops like, no, CJ's test was invalid. It was invalid. It was I invalid. swear it was yeah, invalid. Yeah. yeah, like where were you in April when he was getting dragged through the mud? Like you've been shouting it since he became the leader for Offensive Rookie of the Year that it was invalid. You know, the owners of that test, or at least one of the guy that was doing the most interviews, he had made the point that there were a couple guys whose tests were done under weird circumstances or different circumstances, and they might not be valid. So I'll, I guess I'll give them partial credit that they kind of owned up to it, but I, the, they, I feel like they weren't 100. They were, they were pretty adamant that, like, hey, nobody who's had a bad test has ever been a good quarterback in the NFL. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that, that's where, like, I don't know, man. Like, the vibe I get off these interviews and these quotes that I read, like, C.J. Stroud has rocked their world, these S2 people. You know, it's yeah. a very, very high-profile failure of that test to do what, as you pointed out, <clears throat> these guys touted it would do, which is it doesn't necess- – a good score – doesn't necessarily indicate that it's going to be a franchise quarterback because there's very few of those. But boy, did they say that a bad score sure is a great indicator that the dude is going to fail. And now the guy with one of the lowest scores has become the best rookie quarterback in the history of the league. The dumbest thing, though, too, was like for guys who are supposedly data scientists or at least you know sell themselves off as a data-oriented business, is that this test has been used for like six or seven years. 
how many good quarterbacks have actually been produced in the last six or seven years? That's right. It's it's not as simple as like, yeah, we've got the reams and reams of data. Uh, the the outlier is that a guy's a good quarterback at all. So I just it's it's it. I don't want to say it's fraudulent, but it it's a valuable tool as long as it's looked at as just one of thirty other valuable tools. You know, yeah, and anybody yeah, yeah. like. And that's where you wonder if a guy like Dave Tepper, who maybe thinks he's smarter than he is, because let's remember, a lot of these hedge fund dudes aren't, aren't as smart as they are good salesmen, okay? So I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to be one of these people that fawns over hedge fund dudes like they're freaking brilliant. Uh, like the, the brilliant guys are often off doing other things. This guy's really good at selling hedge funds. Yep. Um, I feel like they. I, there's a good chance he was just built into the S2 test. Um. So... Mike Sando has an interesting nugget here, at least I found it interesting, about CJ and the S2 test. He says this, Mike Sando of The Athletic, he's a really yeah, by, good NFL by the way, reporter. Yeah. Did you, like the Wall Street Journal article, I'm not, I'm not, I can't create another account for the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, me neither. Pay for it. Okay, so I did, did you read the actual Wall Street Journal article? I just read the aggregation of it, like okay, Florio's gotcha. aggregation okay. of it and whatnot. Um, Sando says this, I did hear from a high-ranking NFL team executive at the 2023 Combine that one of the quarterbacks had bombed the S2 test. The executive said at the time he felt, quote, <clears throat> it was an invalid, take, again, this is an NFL team executive, felt it was an invalid test because the quarterback seemed, quote, disinterested when taking it for whatever reason. <clears throat> at the time, Sando says, I wrote in my notes that the results in question did not pertain to several quarterbacks, including Stroud. But when I circled back with the executive during the season this year, he said the test results in question had indeed belonged to C.J. Stroud. I found that interesting. So, so Stroud was the one that this executive was describing as seeming, quote, disinterested when taking the S2 test. You know, uh, I, there's, there's two things about this that bother me. One is a comment one of our listeners made a few weeks ago, and is yet another classic example where at first I thought the guy was trying to argue with me, and I thought it was a stupid comment, and then I thought about it later, and I'm like, oh, crap. That was a really, really good point. Uh, I think I held my tongue at least. So I was, I've, learned, I've learned to hold my tongue. If I think something's good really job. stupid, 50% of the time it ends up being actually really smart, and I was the dumb one. So uh, his comment was, well, like, let's look at this realistically. How much did it really hurt him with NFL teams? He got drafted number two overall. And I don't know why I had such a knee-jerk reaction of like, well, because it was bad. Um, I think that like, who knows what the who knows how the Panthers made their decision, whether it factored in that heavily or not. Now the Panthers do subscribe to the S2 test results, whereas the Texans do not. Yeah. Um, but there is that I it was mostly something that was played out in the court of public opinion, but may not have actually may not have actually affected CJ's draft status at all yeah. because of that. Like with a lot of the teams just feeling like it was an invalid test or what have you, it really might not have mattered. The other part about it that it annoys me is that people keep calling it an intelligence test. Even, even as they're saying that it's invalid, I don't like people – it's not an intelligence test. And I, I don't like people putting it out there to plant in people's subconsciouses that CJ like – Failed like an intelligence it's a test. Dummy. Scored, yeah. scored low on an intelligence because it's just it's not even an intelligence test, even though it's also invalid. I it's, it's annoying me there yeah. that people would put that out there. Um, Will Anderson power ranked his head coaches. Where does D'Amico Ryan stack up 
for Willie. And this got a this got a big reaction in the interview room <laughs> yesterday uh, over at NRG Stadium. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 